You're getting all choked <laughs> up. <sighs> and I don't blame you. This next film, Beautiful Boy, literally tore me apart. The story is just so brutal and raw that I left the theater feeling emotionally drained. Totally. The performances are what really made the film. Steve Carell and Timothy Charlemagne are superb. Beautiful Boy deals with the destructive forces of drug addiction and the bitter recovery process for those hooked on drugs. I'm Kaylee, and she's Tuesday, and you're listening to Whiskey and Popcorn. film plays off of two best-selling memoirs from father and son David and Nick Sheff. Their two books are Beautiful Boy, A Father's Journey Through His Son's Addiction by father David Sheff, and Tweak, Growing Up on Methamphetamines by Addicted Son Nick. In the film, we follow the story of both of them as they deal with Nick's addiction, multiple relapses, and ultimate recovery. Like any story of addiction, the entire Sheff family is affected including David's ex and Nick's mom, David's new wife, and their two growing children. This film, like, I had seen the trailer, and so I walk in kind of knowing what it was about, but I was not expecting the emotional roller coaster that I got. This story, like I said at the opening, just brutal to watch because you see Nick, who's played brilliantly by Timothy Charlemagne, that he is a brilliant kid. Like, there's nothing stopping him from being ultra successful. Um, he graduates high school. He wants to, you know, kind of find himself. He, you know, he starts to go to college, but wants to put things on pause. And it kind of starts off with, and this is going to be a really contentious piece, but it starts off with him smoking marijuana actually with his dad. And it could be argued that marijuana was his gateway drug because he kept going for something stronger and something stronger, something stronger, and he kept hiding it from his family, which is very stereotypical for anybody who knows anyone addicted to drugs or has been addicted to drugs themselves. Like, you just, you hide it from everybody. But there gets to be a point where you can't hide it anymore. And Steve Carell, who plays the father, David Chef, just his utter longing to help his son, he does everything he possibly can. Yeah, I've seen a few hundred bucks. Why don't we just have lunch and talk? We can do that, right? Mm. Mm. How, what, how's Karen and, uh, and the kids? Okay. They ask about you. It's their step up next week, and I know they'd love you. Yeah, you're uh, guilt tripping me, all right? No, I'm just I saying. I feel horrible they... about myself. I know they wanted you to be there, that's all. I'm sorry, Dad. Um, I just need some money, all right? So please just give me and some money. Where does this end? This is, I gotta see this one through. This is kind of working out for me right now. I got five days sober. It doesn't look like it's working it, out, Nick. Oh, it doesn't look like it's working out? So what, no. the therapy, huh? You can come home. No, that would make it work. Please, Nick. Please. I've been doing some research. Been doing fucking research. You gotta no. be kidding me, Dad. You think that you have this under control? Mm -hmm. 
and I understand how scared you are. I understand why I do things. It doesn't make me any different, all right? I'm attracted to craziness, and you're just embarrassed because I was like, you know, I was like this amazing thing, like your special creation or something, and you don't like who I am now. Yeah, who are you, Nick? This is me, Dad, here, this is who I am. To see him eventually just break down and be like, I can't help you anymore. I was literally tearing up this whole film. It doesn't touch me personally. I, I don't have any close family or friends who went through hardcore drugs like this, but I know enough people who know individuals who had this struggle and it's just too real, especially in light of the opioid crisis going across the country right now. It just was, it was an amazing film, just to put it simply. You know, this film received a standing ovation at Toronto Film Festival, and I know why. It, it's such an accurate portrayal of a family dealing with the fallout of an addicted child. Now, side note, just as a little background, I have read Beautiful Boy, but not Tweak. I have had to let go of several friends addicted to meth because it wasn't something that I wanted around me. So the story does hit home. I do want to piggyback on the fact that the acting was absolutely amazing. It was flawless, really. Timothy Charlemagne and Steve Carell are raw and honest. And like you said, when David finally says, I, you can't come home, Nick, and I can't give you any money, you're so torn. There's that fine line between helping and doing all that you can, but not enabling someone. And, you know, when the young kids want to reach out to Nick and they want him to go to their events and their graduations. And, and these are his uh, siblings. And they're just so torn. And David has to say, you can't talk to Nick right now. He's sick again. Or he's back on drugs. And they start to realize that, you know, this is a repeating pattern. And it just breaks your heart. I just, uh, like I said, that I couldn't say enough about the acting in this film. That's really what makes this movie stand out. But I will say the the way the story unfolds, the process of it, you get these highs and lows several times in the film. It's not like this very straight up leading to the climax and then clean up at the end because just like drug addiction, it's messy. So there is a point where Nick does get better for a little while. He's in rehab, he's doing really well, and then we get to see him spiral down again. And it, I think that part is the part that really broke me the most, broke my heart the most because he was on the right track to doing well. And it just shows you how difficult it is when it, thing, when it comes to addiction, particularly to drugs. Like you can be drug free for years and then have one relapse. And, you know, he, he goes to the hospital multiple times, practically on death's door from overdosing and yet manages to survive. The pacing of this film also just drew me on, as well as the acting and the story. I I was in tears by and the end of it. And it's that it's that story we've heard before. The the parents blame themselves, and Nick wants to get better, but the addiction is too strong. And he, but you can also see him hating himself for hurting everyone. What I enjoyed about the storyline was we got to see both perspectives, the father and the son. I will say the movie follows Beautiful Boy to a T. So I don't know how much Tweak is intertwined, but I feel you get a lot from the father's role, but you also get to see a side of the son's role as well and what he's really feeling. 
something I did want to touch on, the cinematography I thought was interesting. Much of the film is in David's like cabin-like home, kind of in the outskirts of San Francisco somewhere. And you can tell amazing memories and love have been carried through this house. But at the same time, the director keeps the house incredibly dark. Mm-hmm. It's almost saying there once was good, but not everything is how it looks. Yeah, and I think it's really great that you actually point that out. Because in films like this, where they're kind of set in modern day, they're not sprawling epics, if you will, the cinematography could kind of just get ignored completely. But there were amazing shots where you just got that intimacy with Steve Carell or with Timothy Charlemagne. You know, you got right up there with the drugs. And, and I'm not saying like gratuitous taking of the drugs but the that relationship that tug and pull they were able to capture that through the cinematography through the film and that being said also the the makeup and costuming particularly for Charlemagne as he was getting sicker from the drugs wasting away it's a very delicate balance to to show that progression and not make it What's the word I want to say? I don't, not necessarily cartoonish, but you know, over the top or you just too much, I guess it, you could say. It didn't play like an after school special. Yeah, exactly. By any means. Uh, it, it just felt very natural, if you can call a drug spiral natural. But I think they were able to really hit on those points with the cinematography and the costuming and uh, makeup design as well. I know Timothy had to drop a lot of weight to play this role. Not that he was big by any stretch of the imagination and call me by your name. So, and he discussed a lot with the directors because one of them is actually a recovering heroin addict, making sure he was acting correctly and how a drug addict would. But I'm, I'm always intrigued by those transformations that actors and actresses sometimes have to go through to portray something that might not be in, you know, in their educational base or background. And I can't imagine how, for a role like this, the personal toll it must take to get it right. Yeah. This process must have been grueling for Timothy. And then, you know, Steve Carell with, with the father figure, the emotional toll that this role had to have taken. And that's the interesting thing about Steve Carell, like, he can do funny. We all yeah. seen him in the office, you know. 40-year-old virgin. Exactly. And yet he's managed to carve out this space for himself as a very serious drama actor. And, you know, sometimes he'll tread the line between, like, these serious funny movies. But this is a role where it there is no comedy whatsoever. And he just shines. Like, this guy, give him his Oscar now. Yeah. His portrayal of the grieving father is phenomenal and really the other actors in this film they all do well but it really is that father-son dynamic and and where that comes through yeah at the end of the day it's it's the two of them and Carell just makes you ache you you just you feel it I don't have children and I felt it and that takes some real acting prowess now if I had one critique I sometimes had trouble following the flashbacks. It would go back and forth and skip around a bit. By no means is this movie linear. But I would get lost periodically on, is this a flashback of a flash? 
back or are we back here or mm. so that was my one thing is I would have preferred it sometimes more linear than it was. I can get that. I know for me myself too, I prefer more of the linear storytelling style for my movies. Although for this time around, it didn't bother me as much. I could see it as more of a minor critique, but I think that sense of kind of wondering where I am in the story somehow reflected the where I am I in my life kind of aspect I was getting from the story itself, the confusion, the the pain and, you know, but I can see where you're what you're saying. It was a little bit discombobulating to know where are we in the timeline here. But that being said, I would say this is an amazing film. It is a hard watch. So as far as it being a must see, you have to be mentally and emotionally prepared. And be prepared. There's a lot of very emotional and symbolic quiet in this film. So be careful bringing in uh, that popcorn and loud soda. <laughs> but yeah, don't don't go in expecting an upper by any chance. But I think it's a story that needs to be told and something that would be important for our next generation to see, especially like you said, with the opioid crisis and how quickly prescription medication can come to heroin or methamphetamine. So, you know, the it's a it's a time-honored tale, but it felt very appropriately present and current. Mm-hmm. And if anything, you know, the, the performances of Steve Carell and Timothy Charlemagne, you know, they're, they're going to be up for awards left oh, and yeah. right. So just to see these performances alone makes this movie worth watching. And that being said... Don't do drugs, kids. Thank you, Tuesday. <laughs> Well, that is it for this review. I got a question for you guys. Why aren't you subscribed to us yet? Like, seriously. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, all the hot spots, and we are on social media as well. Of course, we've got Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. So make sure you keep track of us there. Uh, You can also follow us on our website, whiskeyandpopcorn.org. We got more than just reviews online, and we got some upcoming fun stuff from the Scottsdale International Film Festival that we just wrapped up. So stay tuned for all of that, and we will see you guys at the movies.